Hey everybody, this is Dino. Before the show starts, I just want to give a pre-roll shout-out to David Rosen with the Piecing It Together podcast. Um, He had me on last week. We talked about that amazing Academy Award blockbuster that everyone is talking about. Tom and Jerry. Uh, Yeah. Um... Go over, listen to his show. It's fun. Not only my episode, but all the others. He talks about some great films. And here is a promo for you. Was A Quiet Place inspired by signs it comes at night in War for the Planet of the Apes? Was Ready Player One influenced by Avatar, Wreck-It Ralph, and The Last Starfighter? Is the Hurricane Heist more influenced by Sharknado or Geostorm? These are the kinds of questions my guest co-hosts and I discuss on my podcast, Piecing It Together. Every week we look at a new movie and try to figure out what other movies inspired it. Whether it's the story, the character development, tone, or even use of music. Every movie was influenced by something that came before and we want to figure out what. Check out Piecing It Together on your favorite podcast app or check us out on PiecingPod.com. You can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Piecing It Together is a part of the All Points West Podcast Network. This is Gang Alley Media, where faith, family, and pop culture collide like a bloody train wreck. Hey everybody, we are back, our podcast, this is Dino. And Michelle's here this week. Yay! Hey. Yeah, we want to thank Dub for coming on. Uh, thank you. Yeah, and thank you for tackling uh, an uncomfortable uh, <laughs> topic. And means a lot, so thanks buddy. Um, Man, okay. This week and last and next week are gonna be crazy. Yes. Well, I I had Hell Week last week or Tech Week, whichever right. you want to use it. Right. See, it doesn't feel like hell for me, honestly. But I guess that's because I'm you're not... a homeschooling mom. <laughs> so, any hell you got. Out there, pales in comparison (laughs) to the eternal conscious torment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I I, and I guess this uh, this character, I was just Mm. able to sink my teeth into it so much. I had so much fun with her. She doesn't even technically have a name. I think I called her Jane, but I mean, there's no name. In the script or anything like like that. So, but I went out and got my nails done for her. You got your nails did. <laughs> uh, I went and bought a curling iron to curl my hair. Yeah. Which I haven't done in I don't know how long. But no, I mean, I had a lot of fun with her. So I think, you know, it didn't, I loved being her every night. Yeah. For Hell Week. So it was just fun. Yeah, it was fun. You know, I... I did, I, I, you know, of course, didn't go to any of the practices because I wanted to be right. kind of in the blind. But I did see it twice this weekend. I worked the theater and did Firewatch. Yes. So saw it Friday and then saw it this afternoon, which is Sunday. 
And it was, what, what, what were we called in? What was this called? Small Acts of Dating. Okay. It was, it was four, four one-act right. plays. Yes. Um, I mean, and altogether, even altogether, it wasn't very long. It, I think the play was just under an hour. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it was, and, you know, I was only in one in one of the acts, but it was fun. Right. Got to play a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were in a speed... Speed dating. Speed dating. Where apparently where I've had at least 20 or 30... Yeah. Men that I've met through there. Yeah. Special men. <laughs> special men, yes. Yeah, very special men. <laughs> what was funny, though, is my, um, the, the gentleman that I had my scene with, he, um, there's a, a point where he gives me his telephone number. It's right. before he realizes that I'm a wacko. Yeah. <laughs> and he hands me his telephone number. Well, the the actor decided to do something each night. The first night when he handed me this, what should be his telephone number, it was basically just, you know, facts about the theater that we were right. in. The, <laughs> the second night, he's like, help, she wants, she, oh, oh, I'm stuck in her basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wrote that down on the paper. And then tonight it was, she wants to cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to catch you up. Oh, or... yeah, he was, but I didn't let him. No, no. It was good. Um, you know, it, it kind of reminded me of two weeks ago, was it two weeks ago, when we reviewed The Stylist. Okay. And it's like, you know, hey, you're, you're part. I mean, but you, you would have been more outgoing than Claire mm-hmm. in that movie because that was her whole thing. Was it, She, she was socially awkward right. where you are. Socially forward, and a nutball. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's fun. Um, yep. But now that is over for you, right? But we still and have now the kids have. They've uh, got one week of full cast practices, mm-hmm. and then they start their tech week because their theirs is the following weekend. Right. So so we have that, and on top of that. Thursday and Friday and Saturday, Saturday, you have a homeschool convention that you're going with with a bunch yes. of the moms. Yes. Yay! And I'm taking off Thursday, Friday to be with the kids. Right. And you're going to take the girls on a father-daughter yeah. date yeah, on Friday, Friday night. night. I'm taking the girls out to a nice dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be wearing a shirt and tie. Do you have one of those? I have it somewhere. <laughs> It's somewhere in it might, it might take you all Thursday to find. It might. <laughs> and then Saturday. Yes. Saturday is going to be cool because I'm going to take the girls, drop them off with your parents. Yep. Then I am driving up to Greenville to pick you up. And then we are going to a theological debate. At Live a and in person. In Greenville, which... I know all y'all are like, you crazy kids and your <laughs> theological debates. But we are going, and we are going to a debate on hell about whether eternal conscious torment or conditional immortality. Which one is more accurate Which one to the is Bible? more biblically accurate? We know where we stand, but... 
And the two people debating on the side of CI or conditional immortality is Chris Date, which if you go back and listen to our dinosaurs, uh, Dinosaurs in the Bible episode, he was our guest on that one. It's him and another German associated with Rethinking Hell, Mark Corbett. And they will be arguing for CI. Yeah, I'm excited. So yeah, I'm excited. We're going to you know, meet up with them and beforehand. And so We just keep cool. going, going, going. Yeah. <laughs> it never stops. Yep. <laughs> there you go, man. So yeah, we, you know, got to keep going. Got to keep going. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to get a special movie playing. In our town. I won't say too much because a million things can fall through. Mm -hmm. But this is my plan. To try to take a small independent film that I love dearly to this theater that we're associated with that I love dearly in this town. Which is a cool college town. And trying to get, you know, people to see it. But yeah. So, you know what we're going to do? It's early, but we're going to do it anyway. We've been doing it early. We have. Every week anyway. Yeah. Dub's not here to introduce it. So. Commercial break. Commercial break. In a world with two brothers, six bottles, and endless opinions, comes a comedy podcast tale as old as time. The Half Hour Bros podcast has been hailed as so funny You have to hear it to believe. Join Kurt and Tom as they talk beer, reviews, and the world as they see it through their slightly drunker eyes. The Half Hour Bros podcast is streaming on almost all major platforms. At Half Hour Bros pod for the Twitter and email halfhourbros at gmail.com. Hey, I'm Josh Bell. I'm Jason Harris. Hey, Josh, we're friends in real life, but we're also co-hosts on this new podcast called Awesome Movie Year, where we take a look back at an awesome year for movies and do a deep dive looking at movies, including the best picture winner, the biggest movie at the box office, future cult classics, and more. Including the biggest flop. And this season, we're doing 1994. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. That could be Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. We're all over the web as well. Got Awesome Movie Year on all the socials and awesomemovieyear.com. So please like us, subscribe. And uh, if you do like us, give us a five-star rating because we love you. All right. I guess I'm losing my job now. <laughs> but, <laughs> yep. So, off the bat, um, we, re- we reviewed a movie. We watched a, a family-friendly movie that came And it's not a horror f- movie. It's not. <laughs> we'll get to those in a minute. <laughs> but yes, I was given a screener for a movie called Dolphin Island. It is available on Prime and I'm supposing Apple TV and all your other streaming platforms for, I think it's three ninety nine for a rental. And it is a Dove-approved film. And now it's a huh-approved film. Now it's a huh-approved film, yes. It is about (laughs) this girl, Annabelle, who lives with her grandfather. On a boat. On a boat. 
Which was always my dream. Hmm. In a aquatic preserve, conservation preserve mm-hmm. area. Yeah, his that, his, her, that his son, her father, right, her father, and mom had started, and the parents had died ten years ago in an accident. In an accident involving her best friend dolphin. Mm-hmm. Let me play you. What our family thought of this. There you go. So, here we go. We've got a family movie review for you. We just watched the new family movie. Approved by Dove. Dove approved, family-friendly movie, Dolphin Island. Um, this film is 2021, directed by Mike Deesa, and written by Shaked uh, Barrison and Mike Deesa, and a few others. You know what? Every day is a good day, as long as I have my two girls. Is that right, Mitzi? So what happened to her parents? In a diving accident 10 years ago. This is my home. Mitzi's an impeccable judge of both humor and character. Anna is all I have left of my boy. I wanted to teach her how to be happy. Instead, she taught me. You are not taking her! It's about a 14-year-old girl named Annabelle who lives with her grandfather after her parents had passed away 10 years ago. And they live in this... Idyllic, I mean, yeah, beautiful. Aquatic research. And she's you know, a dolphin. And she's, her best friend is a dolphin. And it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. And her her maternal grandparents who haven't seen her since the accident, want to come and they want to take her from her paternal grandfather. And it's about family and friends and dolphins. And yes, <laughs> and boyfriends. And kind of, kind of boyfriends. Guy got sealed wallets. Yes! I got it feels wallets for money. So, if you get the picture, we kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. We oh, yeah. We had a lot of fun. There was laughs, and there was. <gasps> and what? I cr- Wait, and what? I even cried at a scene. And you eat? I'm sad. Yeah. Yeah. Sad, but hopeful. I cry at all sad movies. <laughs> you do. You cry at every movie. So, hey. Nika, 
on a scale of one to ten, honestly, what would you give this movie? I want to go for ten. You want to go for ten? So you would one hundred. So you would see this again? Yes. Okay, you can get. I would see it one hundred a million yes. times. No, one hundred and fifty-five times. What? Wow. Uh, there's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> so I guess you give it a 10? Or do you give it a 1? I give it a 1,000. There Mama, you go. your turn. Um, 7. You're going to give it a 7? Seven. Seven. Yeah. I mean, I would give it a 7 as well. Um, no. It, it, it was a very good... It was it was an entertaining movie. It was great for the family. There were some plot points that I think they could have gone a little further with. There's also there were things that, that I thought would be a you know a callback mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. Um, to intense the drama a little bit more. Right, and we kind of but, mentioned those as we were watching, and when they didn't show up, that was actually we like, you, yeah. didn't, you didn't care for them not coming back. But I actually I'm like okay, well they didn't make it predictable. Right. Yeah, because I'm always looking for that, you know, what is it, Chekhov's gun? Yeah. So. I mean, especially in a family movie, a lot of them become very predictable. Yeah, I mean, I at one very point even said, this is what's going to happen. Bump, you know, A, B, C. Yeah. And A never even happened. So right. So couldn't go down B and C. I'm like, huh. So. Okay. That's a good thing, <laughs> you know. Not a predictive movie. But, yeah, so it was fulfilling. Uh, you can get this. On any streaming platform, I believe it's available on Prime for three ninety nine uh, to rent. And this has been a Dolphin Island, so we recommend it. Yes. Stream it. If check it out. How many thumbs up? How many thumbs up we get? Give him a thumbs up. Woo! All right, Even everybody. There was only three dolphins. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you only need sadly, one dolphin for it to be a dolphin sadly, island. Sadly, I did not see any sharks, but I'm pretty sad about that. Well, I the see dolphins sh- chase all the sharks away. I want to see sharks. The movie. I like sharks. They're all right. So there you go. I like it's been huh approved. Okay. BDs knew each other. Watch it. Bye. Bye. Watch it. Peace. So. See, it's better to work smart than work hard. Yeah. Yep. So don't rehash. Mm-hmm. Nope. Hash once. Just hash. Don't rehash. Rehash? Yep. <laughs> Corned beef hash. So, let's see what else we had. Um, I watched Gremlins with primarily TT. And Nico hopped in. And she liked it. Uh-huh. You know, they didn't think it was too scary. They thought, naturally, Gizmo was cute and all that. And they picked up on the humor. Okay. And then the next night we watched Gremlins 2. And Killian joined us for that one. Killian had seen Gremlins a while ago. And he liked Gremlins 2 better. He thought it was um, a lot more clever. You know, with the jokes and with okay. throwback, which, okay. Yeah, uh, he, he likes to get... Yeah. Nico and Titi, I think, preferred the first one, hmm. which surprised me. I, thought, I mean, they didn't just like it. They really liked it. Like, they would give that one an eight and give 
Gremlins a 10, because you know them, they're either 1 or a 10. <laughs> Obviously, if you just heard our last reveal, <laughs> it is either you're in or you're out with them. There yeah, is I, no I very rarely give a 10. Yeah. I, I, if if I give you a 9, mm-hmm. that that's almost like a 10. Right. But, because there's nothing perfect. Yeah, there's nothing perfect, and there's always room for improvement, so I usually will not give more than a 9. Yeah. There's so, room. giving a 7, yeah. which I Did. gave, yeah. is decent. Yeah, there's very few things I'll give a 10. There mm-hmm. are, but there are few. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's got to be, like, exceptionally... Like, three films off there. the bat that I say is a 10. Jaws, The Thing, and Empire Strikes Back. Those are, like, three tens for me. But everything else, I'm a little. See, I'd back. probably I might give a ten to um, Wretched. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. See, the one thing I didn't talk about, uh, you know, which is typically my thing, I didn't talk about it on our review mm-hmm. that we just played. Is again, the cinematography was oh, wonderful. Yeah. It was beautiful. I mean, then again, I don't think they could get a bad shot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> where they were. Where, yeah, where you were. Where they, were. <laughs> they were in the Bahamas, I think. Uh, yeah, somewhere in the Caribbean. Yeah, wherever they were, I mean, they could not get a bad yeah. shot. When you're but... looking at blue, blue, blue water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was. Yeah. So, I mean, I might give, like, aspects of a movie a 10. Right. But then overall. Yeah, everything else kind of. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, Killian and I started watching more anime, but we'll talk about that on Hybrid Anime. So. But yeah, let's not get confused. No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Anything else you got going on? I mean, we've just been so bogged down with the play rehearsals and, and just doing the things we need to do and i start work on tuesday yay yeah <laughs> that's gonna be fun yeah um i'm excited for the challenge mm-hmm. um i took a job as an administrative part-time administrative assistant for a marketing company mm-hmm. um now i've done administrative work before that's what i'd say i'm my trade is right um haven't been an admin in a while but it's what i'd say my trade is but I have not worked in the marketing field before. So that's going to be fun and exciting. And Maybe I can learn some stuff that will help us with this. Yeah. That will be interesting. Um, but yeah, no, so I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a good time. Yep. Yeah. So. Other than that, I think, I mean, I don't think we've watched any movies of note you and I together lately. No. I mean, by the time I get home. Yeah, lately. Yeah. So I don't think we've done that. Now we, you got caught up on Rookie finally. Yeah, got caught And that was the, the rookie. Uh, season finale? Was it? Was yeah. it? I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, we don't know. It, it seemed like seemed it might. almost like it because it was a very uplifting off-brand. But then that means it might not have been because they like to leave you with a cliffhanger. Yeah. We'll see. So... I mean, because it, it's been a very heavy season. season yeah. Yeah. You know, very was, well done, though. Yeah. I mean, it, it could have it gone completely. Yeah. It could have been real, 
real preachy, real like ham fist. Mm-hmm. It showed but, the re- it showed the truth and showed the reality mm-hmm. of it, um, but not right because you know we're dealing with cops mm-hmm. in L.A. So it brought so up the raci- racist issues right. and racism within the department. And they, I think they did a very, very good job. Um, and I think it was interesting to see Brandon Roth. I'm saying it right, right? Yeah, Brandon Roth in, in uh, from Superman. Superman, uh, Superman Returns. And, of course, uh, Legends of Tomorrow mm-hmm. and The Flash. You know. yeah. And to see, but to see him in the role that he played, yeah. it w- was very As a real different. scumbag. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah he, was, he was good. He did a good job. He was really good. Yep. But so, I'm, I mean, I think we've talked briefly about Rookie before, but mm-hmm. if, if you guys have not watched it, I do highly recommend it. it it's a fun show. Mm-hmm. It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Then again, we're pretty big Nathan Fillion fans, so right. Yeah, there, so is, there is that. that Nathan Fillion is in. Yeah. I mean, because you know we loved him in Firefly, of course, right. and and then we watched the whole um, Castle series, mm-hmm. which I think I might actually want to watch yeah, that again. Castle, um, Slither was yes. another yeah. you know, great one he was in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. so we're a big fan of his. So when we saw that Rookie was going to be a thing, and it's in what three seasons? This is the third this season, now, right? Yeah, yeah, third season. And I love, I love how you know eventually he's not going to be a rookie anymore. Right. But I love how they're going to transition the use of being the rookie. Right. That that's that was creative. I don't know if yeah. I would have come up with that, but that yeah. that was good. But yeah, so that we won't good. tell you. Just go and watch it. Watch it. Anyway. Binge it. It's good. Yep. Mm-hmm. You like it. Yeah. What's that? It's your it's your test. It's oh. time to take your test. My test. Where did I leave off last time? Uh percentage, percentage wise? Eighty. Eighty. Okay. Yes. So, so of course. You haven't been cheating book, now, have you? No. No, no, I promise. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> that face. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We're in section number four right now. This is superheroes and action. Okay. All right. I'm in 80 right now. Okay. Yep. Yep. You're at 80. Yep. All right. Head. Interesting. Okay. In 2013's Man of Steel, Mm -hmm. General Zod attempts to terraform Earth into a new Krypton by deploying world engines to Metropolis and... Gotham? Nope. Oh, okay. It says, while Lois Lane, uh, Colonel Hardy, and Dr. Hamilton uh, deal with the machine hanging over Metropolis, Superman rushes to destroy the one causing havoc in the Indian Ocean. Oh, okay. I assumed. I'm honestly not a fan of Man of Steel, so... Oh, well, I should have still known it. All right. Which of these is not a member of the Watchmen? Uh Dr. Manhattan, Mm -hmm. Ozymandias, Mm -hmm. Silk Spectra, Mm -hmm. The Comedian, or Moloch? Moloch. He was a villain. Very good. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing names. It's okay. No. 
The name of this classic character is never mentioned in 2012's The Dark Knight Rises. Batman, Bane, Robin, Alfred, or Catwoman? Catwoman. She was there, but she was never called Catwoman. There you go. My book is falling apart. Oh. No! Because I'm beating the tar out of it. That's why. Sorry. <laughs> humble. <laughs> very, very humble. Okay. Though none would reprise their roles in the similar... similar Similarly? Thank you. Themed Julie Tamar directed Broadway musical... Director Sam Raimi's 2004 Blank featured no fewer than four well-known Broadway stars. Sam Raimi's 2004 Blank. What was the beginning? The beginning of this question? The question. Though none would reprise their roles in the similar... I cannot say that word tonight. Thank you. Themed Julie Tamar directed Broadway musical. Director Sam Raimi's 2004 featured no fewer than four well-known Broadway stars. Oz the Great and Powerful? I don't know. Spider-Man 2. Oh, I forgot that was a Broadway play. (laughs) Perhaps I should have forgotten that was a Broadway play. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Name the only character from the 1978-1987 Superman movies to make an appearance in 1984's Supergirl. What's that? What? Name the only character. Only character. Jimmy Olsen. Yes. Yes, I, I saw that Supergirl movie in the theater. Hmm. All right. Though as patriotic as apple pie in Captain America, the first Avenger, Steve Rogers, Chris Evans, falls for a woman from... England? Peggy. Peggy Carter. Name the television star featured on Harley's Sister's Watch in the 2013's Iron Man 3. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you a list, but Wait. I'll ask the question one more time. Okay. Name the television star featured on Harley's Sister's Watch in 2013's Iron Man 3. Doc McStuffins, Rainbow Bright, Dora the Explorer, Sophia the First, or Smurfette? Smurfette. I, Dora the Explorer. I did not see the third... Was that Iron Man? Yeah. I didn't see that one. Oh. Well, I probably should. That was a good guess. Someone didn't. But it was wrong. 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 I was going to say Rainbow Bright, too, but I'm like, yeah, that would have been. I don't think anyone. <laughs> That's one of those retro cartoons from the 80s that didn't make a colossal comeback. Hmm. You know? Okay. This is going to be interesting. Okay. Match the actor to the character from 2014's Guardian of the Galaxy. Okay. Okay. I'm going to read the actor. You tell me who they played. Okay. Benicio Del Toro. Uh, The Collector. Michael Rooker. 
Um, oh, 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 oh. He was uh, a Yandu. Okay. All right. Um, Peter, is it Sarah Fanau? Sarah Fenwick? Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. He was a member of Nova Corps, I think, or judge or something. I can give you the remaining answers if you'd like. Go ahead. Or do you want me to ask the other two? Yeah, ask me the other ones. Okay. John C. Riley. Okay, keep going. And Christopher Fairbank. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll go back and because it does because uh, yeah. the question actually does show you. Okay, so I'm right, like so drawing lines. Yeah, you're supposed to be drawing lines. Okay. Okay. So for um, Peter, however you say his last yeah, name, right. there is. Um, let's see. Uh, Roman Day. Uh-huh. There is the broker, and there is Denarian Saul. He is. I'm going to say Denarian Saul. That's correct. Okay. Peter is Denarian. So for John C. Riley, Ro- you have Roman Day, Day or the broker. Roman Day. Okay. And then the other guy is the broker. There you go. We haven't come to any bonus questions yet. No. No bonus but. questions in this section. That one was pretty good, considering yep. I named half of them without mm-hmm. looking at the page. Yep. Okay. What South American country does Eric Lenscher travel to in order to exact revenge on Nazis who escaped prosecution in 2011's X-Men First Class? What what? What South American country does Eric Lenscher travel to in order to... Escape revenge. Escape or extract? I'm sorry. Uh, he in order to exact revenge okay. on Nazis who escaped persecute prosecution. What South American country? Brazil. Oh. Argentina. Okay. I'm, I've seen it a couple of times. But. Okay. Name the Australian actor who portrayed a doctor. With rage issues in a 2003 film directed by Ang Lee before handing over. Eric Banner. Banner. No? Banner. No? <laughs> okay. Uh, in 2007's Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer, the Silver Surfer is a harbinger. Of what evil entity? Galactus? Who? You said Galactus? Galactus? Yes. Okay. Before starring as the hero in director Martin Campbell's 2011 film Green Lantern, Ryan Reynolds portrayed Blank in 2009's X-Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, He was Wade Wilson. I refuse to call him Deadpool, because that was not Deadpool. That was the most butt-nasty version of Deadpool ever. They have it as Deadpool. He, he was Weapon X. <laughs> no, Weapon XI or something. Yeah, it was not Deadpool. It was, no, no. And I think everyone will agree with me. Okay. In 2011's Thor, mm-hmm. is it Hamdall? can see all of the nine realms 
including Hel, jo Jotahim, oh my goodness, Zvartalfim, and blank, what we call Earth. Terra? I don't know. I know that's what Galaxy Galaxy oh. called it. Midgard. Oh, okay. Wow. I am slaughtering names today. Well, I I'm not the best at like looking at a new word and yeah, especially if it's like not something that if you you've ever... never right if you I know you can get a comic book name and get three comic book geeks and they'll and they'll all pronounce it. Different, different ways because if it hasn't been in a movie they've never heard it pronounced before. right so you're yeah so please forgive me that see and th that's part of the reason why you're taking the test and i'm not <laughs> i'd be at like a 30 percent right now okay army hammer plays a newly deputized only survivor of a raid on lawmen in what 2013 western the lone ranger haven't seen that one either though which famous literary character does not appear in 2003's The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Mm -hmm. Is it Mina Harker, mm -hmm. Dorian Gray, Dr. Jekyll, Captain Nemo, or Huckleberry Finn? Huckleberry Finn. Tom Sawyer does, but not Huckleberry Finn. All right. And that's what it, it added Shane West as Tom Sawyer, not Huckleberry Finn. Not doing so bad here. No. All right. Marketed with the tagline, The Bat, The Cat, The Penguin, this 1992 film. I didn't even get to finish the question. Sorry. That's okay. We'll, we'll just keep moving it along. All right. Here's a, we do have a bonus question. Okay. Name the actor, director, who sang in High Anxiety, 1977. No Brooks. But didn't say a word in the silent movie. Mel Brooks. High anxiety whenever you're near. <laughs> I, that's my like, favorite Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> oh boy, we're getting all the bonus questions when I turn this page. Okay. Put the seven Fast and Furious movies in their in-world order. Oh. Crap, really? I, I don't know. Okay. Fast and Furious. Okay. Too Fast, Too Furious. Mm-hmm. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Fast and Furious. Mm -hmm. No? Yeah. Um, how many are there? Seven? That was about four. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'll wait. I don't know. I'm. I'm you, you did good. You had them tap. all up. You had. You um, had all of them up until then. The Fast and the Furious collision was, course or something. I don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> Fast and the Furious was number one. Too fast, too furious. So there's your yeah. number two for too fast, yeah. too furious. Uh, the Fast and the Furious Tokyo, Tokyo Drift was three. Fast and Furious was four. Fast four or something? Fast five fast. was five. Oh, Fast five. Okay. Fast and Furious six, and then Furious seven. They got real early. 
their fate is in there. <laughs> yeah. Fate. That's what they are. Fate. F A T. Alright, here. Then you have Hobbs and Shaw, and I, I, I've honestly haven't seen more than a minute of any of them. Okay. Here's another bonus. Name the director who directed his actor father, Walter, to an Oscar for 1948's The Treasure of the Sierra Madre, and his actress daughter, Angelica, to an Oscar for 1985's Preetzi's Honor. John Houston. There you go. All right. Name the 2004 film written and directed by Guillermo Del Toro. Del Toro, in which an infant demon grows up to join oh, the Hell BPRD. Boy. Love Hell Boy. All right. Another bonus. Name the actress who lived on a mountain as Heidi in 1937 and on a farm as Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm, 1938. Shirley Temple? There you go. Little, little curls. On a good ship. That'd be pop. <laughs> All right. Well, I think you like these movies. You should get this one. Which actor did not appear in 2012's The Expendables 2? Jean-Claude Van Damme, Bruce Willis, Chuck Norris, Harrison Ford, or Wesley Snipes? Harrison Ford? Oh, he did? Wesley Snipes didn't. Huh. I gotta revisit those. They, they were stupid, silly fun. Yeah, it says he's only, uh, Wesley Snipes has only appeared in one Expendables movie to date. Oh. Huh. Expendables 3. In 2006's 300, Gerard Butler's King Leonidas Leonidas leads which army into battle against the Persian god king? We are Sparta! Even if you haven't seen that movie. (laughs) You have to know that. You have to know that one. Put all four Indiana Jones films in their correct in-world chronological order. Okay, in-world, mm-hmm. meaning according to the movie, when did they take place? Mm-hmm. Or, so not when they were released. Right. Okay, so that would be Temple of Doom. Okay. Then it would be Raiders. Okay. Then it would be Last Crusade. And then it would be Kingdom of the Really Crappy <laughs> Skull. Crystal's not crappy. Well, that movie was. <laughs> okay. Based on a series of books by Robert Lud- Ludlum, mm-hmm. this 2002 film started a movie franchise that switched main characters in the fourth film. Uh, Born. Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Name the actress who starred as Effie alongside Rosalind Russell in 1942's My Sister Eileen and was the inspiration for the character Baby June in 1962's Gypsy starring Rosalind Russell. Was this supposed to be like Sophia? <laughs> this is a bonus. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 
I don't bonus, know. Bonus, bonus. I don't know. Okay. June Havoc. Oh, yeah. All right. 2003's The Italian Job mm-hmm. starred Mark Wahlberg, Charlize Theron, Donald Sutherland, and Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. And which popular brand of cars? Fiat's, Mini Coopers, Aston Martins, BMWs, or VW Beetles? Those were Mini Coopers. Yes. Okay. Bonus question. Name the actor who engaged in pillow talk with Doris Day in 1959 mm-hmm. and a showdown with Dean Martin, 1973. What year was the pillow talk? 1959. Frank Sinatra? Rock Hudson. Oh, okay. okay. Name Bruce Lee's last film. Uh, Way the Dragon? Um, Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. Okay. Okay. Add the following. The number of men to have played James Bond in official feature films to date... Mm-hmm. Plus the number of films called Casino Royale plus 007. Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, give me some scratch paper here. All right. So, folks that played... Okay, the number of men to have played James Bond in official feature films to date. Now, let me make sure that I'm telling you when this book was written, so in case there was... Right, yeah. Okay. Because so you, you have to take that into consideration. Connery. This book was from 2016. Okay. Connery. Uh, Moore. Um What's his head? What's his other head? <laughs> What's his face? Now, you said official? Bob? Yes, official. I don't... And then you said what? Times the... How many Plot. Casino Royales? Yes. All right, then they would have had to have picked... They had to have put Peter Sellers in there. Because they wouldn't have asked that if they were only counting the one Casino Royale. So I'm going to say that there were seven bonds. Because if I'm right, then you had uh, Peter Sellers, then you had Connery, Moore, George Lazenby, um, um, what's his name from uh, Beautician and the Beast? Um... Uh, and Flash Gordon, um, Timothy, Timothy Dalton, Piers Brosnan, Daniel Craig. And then how many what? Times what? There's no time, so it's... Pl- uh, okay, pl- uh, seven right. plus what? Plus the um, number of films called Casino Royale. Okay, okay. Right. Uh, plus 007. Ten? No, okay. not ten. Eleven. What? No. What? Fifteen. Fifteen. Wow. Okay. Because there was, they they only have six. 
Oh, okay. They've got uh, Sean Connery, mm-hmm. George Lazenby, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan, and Daniel Craig. Okay. Okay. Plus two um, Casino Royale. All right. Okay. They've got, which is David Nivens in 67 oh, and Daniel okay. Craig's in 2006. So it's six plus two, oh, okay. which is eight, oh, plus well. 007, which is 15. How many how many goes? Just adding 007, so just adding seven. Oh, I misunderstood the question. <laughs> I I I thought you meant titles with 007. No, no. I I I misunderstood that question. That was my bad. Okay. So wait a second. This the now I'm gonna be I'm looking something up here, folks. <laughs> what do you think is wrong? You do that while I do the adding because that was the last question. Because if you're going... Okay, so I was wrong from the get-go because of the six bonds. Mm-hmm. However, I would have been right with seven anyway because David Niven was Bond, not Peter Sellers. So I would have been right on the number because they count... How many movies in the franchise were named Casino Royale? So you're going to tell me that you're going to accept Casino Royale as a movie in that Bond franchise, but you're not going to count the person that played Bond as someone playing Bond? I don't know if that's how that... I'm calling a foul. It doesn't say because the number of men to have played James Bond in official feature films to date... Plus the number of films called Casino Royale. So they're not saying that all the Casino Royale are official movies. But Casino Royale... I don't know. Guys, I will take the judgment. (laughs) But do me a favor. Hit me up on Facebook. And I'm serious about this. You know. Let me me know if, if David Niven should count as a Bond... Or if that Casino Royale should not count as a film. So, either way, I would have gotten it wrong with my answer. Mm-hmm. But I think that is a little suspect. Anyhow, sorry. <laughs> More than entitled to your opinion. Let's see. Whoops. Alright, so on this one... That doesn't seem right. I guess it is. Wait, no, it's not. Because I did the wrong numbers. All right, so you got a 76 today. Oh, okay. Is it over? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's over. That's fair. Um, so let's see. 75% mm, is your over. Dropping a little bit. I don't like that. Well, let's see. What's your next section? Let's see if that's going <laughs> to... That's going to help us all the way over here. Gooey. Drama and classics. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, you so, so what you've got left is drama and, cla- drama and classics. What comes after that? If Animated. They, so they, you've, you've only got two more sections left. If they keep it pre-2000, I might do all right. Because yeah. I was far more... Into everything 
back in the day. No, just I've kind of narrowed my narrowed your scope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because I've been. Nah. You've just been. I've had. He was talking with his hands, folks. Well, because I've had less time, so I had to be more selective. True. So, you know, back then it was like, oh, it was good movies five days a week. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I was young, dumb, didn't have kids, didn't have. Now we're old, dumb. <laughs> we're old, dumb, and have kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. Do me a favor. Uh, find out. Uh, you know, let me know what you think of that question. Um, but join the Discord, talk, hang out with us. Um, this is the Discord that's I've got it broken down into things for huh and things for hybrid anime and for uh, Last Show at the Rio. So there's different compartments. Um, hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on a Facebook group, and Nobody ever tries to talk to me yeah, on talk there. talk to Michelle on there. Uh, go to iTunes or go to Podchaser and leave a review. It really helps us get exposure. It really helps people find us. And we are, I think, five sub- subscribes away from getting a custom URL on Ooh, YouTube. Yay! So rather than being youtube.com slash xymm439 whatever whatever <laughs> Batman simple question mark we can be slash hot podcast. So but we need to get to over 100 subs. So help us out with that okay? Yeah! And be nice. we will talk to you next time. We love y'all. Be decent to each other. Peace! <laughs>